start. Hello everyone and welcome to the universe of Roast. My name is Emina Fandi and I'm your host. And today I'm actually <laughs> not in my apartment. Yeah, that's because apparently that's a thing now. I, I just <laughs> I just travel, you know, <laughs> to other people. She doesn't apartment. host, ladies and gentlemen. She travels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a curse upon my door. You know, but today I'm in the apartment, lovely pussy apartment of Mr. Josh Lee. Darling, thank you so much for being so accommodating. It's an amazing apartment, lovely kitties, you know. And so far, I haven't slipped on a condom. So <laughs> <laughs> They're all under the rug. Under, like under swept the... <laughs> them under the rug. You squelch as you step on it. Yeah. It was a rug. I thought it was Palma's back hair, you know. <laughs> Uh, that'll get back to her. That's it. How actually? How 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 are you? You. By the way, let me introduce you once again. This is the current reigning shadiest queen of Berlin. No big deal. The owner of the flattest ass on earth. You know. It is pretty flat. I mean, bitch. How many titles do you have? <laughs> I mean that and. <laughs> Hungry Bottom 24 is my grinder profile. Like, what title are you asking about? Honestly. Do you know how the uh, like the theory of flat earth came? They actually looked at his ass. They were like, I mean, like, there's no gra- like gravitation. You know, they, they use those laser beams to measure yeah. and they're like, this is this is flat. I'm talking flat. His like, ass is so flat, it has its own time zone. You know? want, <laughs> let me just like, look at it. It's just look at what there's nothing. There's nothing see. there. <laughs> there's the camera zoom in. You're not gonna see anything. It's like thigh to back. There's nothing in the middle. And That's it. like I think uh, I th- what, what I really like about Josh is that he was able to monetize his trauma. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I need the small amount of money I make from comedy goes straight back into therapy. <laughs> yeah. Or but you know what? I, I was actually the other day I was googling how to get a Brazilian butt lift. Like. But it would undo my entire persona is my flat butt. Flat There's ass, nothing else yeah. going on in my life. I mean. So if I were to get a Brazilian butt lift, would you look at me differently? Would you think of me differently? Uh, well, I would, though, to me, I would start thinking about you. <laughs> 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 well, because I want to get one of those butts that comes right out. You could, like, rest a drink on there. That's what I would love to have. Oh, I mean, you should definitely have it. I mean, like, in, like for example, I'm so jealous of Palma and myself, to be honest, as well. But, like, when we travel in Uban, you know, we just, and there's no that, seat, we just... just you latch on attach the ourselves to yeah. the thing and yeah. Yeah. you know um, but, but, <laughs> but yeah okay okay but Palma also has a flat ass so <laughs> don't worry well, yeah, Palma, Palma Palacio um, does have a flat butt surprisingly because she's so big in the front but she's so small in the back you'd think she would just fall down and bounce right back up I oh, know yeah. I know she, she's she's a trap for people who like thin chicks you know like she's <laughs> that's because you, you see her from the different angles and you're like oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> She's it's like modern art. Surprising. You know, <laughs> she turns around. Ah, Everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. It's different angles. I just love how this show was supposed to be about me roasting him and him roasting me, and we just roasted Roasting Palma. Palma. You know? Fuck Palma. <laughs> she because knows what she did. <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything, you fucking cunts. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Josh, first of all, let me congratulate you on winning the sh- the Amin Shady comedy Thank race. You very much. I and I'm actually I'm very happy that you came back and because uh, you know, and I was so happy that you won because uh-huh. I really think you're a very funny comedian. I really enjoy all your jokes. Yeah, that's, that's so patronizing. It's like <laughs> I think you're funny. I think yeah. you're funny. Nobody. Do else other has people said think that? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they do think you're funny. You're very but funny. No, thank you for having me back. Oh, always, yeah. always. You know, I, I, I just think that if you couldn't win once, you absolutely can win it again. I mean, let uh-huh. the listeners know, I was on Shady. Yes, he uh, was MS once, Shady but he race. didn't win that time. But I, he actually I lost. <laughs> I, lost. <laughs> I came last. Positive, I, not not lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was the fifth alternate. I was the fifth alternate, and there were only four people. It's wild. Somehow, I managed, I managed to lose. Like. Well, I know why you won this time, but would you like to share, like, what do you think is the reason why you won this time? What things did you do differently? What did I do differently? Well, after the shame of losing the first time, and, like, again, losing the first time, I, in the first one, I think I thought I would be funny. I think I thought I would be able to just roll with it because I see you roll with it. I see other roasting, like, comics do that. And then I'm, I'm not one of those comics. I'm a little bit more like I can roast myself. I'm very different. I don't find it easy to roast other people. Yeah. I'm just too nice. Um, but I, yeah, this time I sat myself down. I said, write some, I get some ideas, have something in your head when you get there. Whereas in the first one, I was like, it'll just come to me. And then I got on stage. I was like, nothing came. There was no roast, <laughs> nothing came. But then this time around, I was like, no, I've got a couple of things, a few things in my back pocket, riffing off of what was happening on the night. I think I just got... The conf- I think I was more confident going into it because I had some ideas already and yeah. then I could riff on the night. Yeah. But in the first one, I was too confident and I was like, you got this bitch. I didn't, I didn't got it. I You've got, got this bitch, which proves again, prepping is important in oh, comedy I'm on prep and too. anal sex. I am on prep. You know? <laughs> I am on prep. <laughs> Everyone should be on prep. Everyone should be on prep, yes. Women, prep. A woman. My two cats are on prep. <laughs> your, your cats are on prep? Yeah, they've got to be. The amount of unprotected sex they're having. <laughs> Not in my house. We're on prep. <laughs> this is a prep house. So your cats like barebacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talk about my children like that. <laughs> you're, you're the one who put them on prep. I can talk about my daughter. So like you that. neutered them and you put them on prep. Yeah, you, that's a you got to do what you hate crime. I don't take any risks. <laughs> well, That's why I also you don't have even let... spade. It was a three for one deal. Oh my god! You know, Josh, like in like in real life, he's very nice and that. But when it comes to the cats, he's an Afghani man. You know, it. so it's. I'm like I'm one of those parents, and I if, this is why I should never have real children. Okay. I'm I'm a I'm a control freak as a person. If I were a parent, I would be awful. I would be that control freak parent, like the way I am with my cats. They have to be perfect. So you would nurture them and give them my children. As well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd put them on prep. I'd put all of my children on prep. I'd have three daughters, all of them on prep, and all of them neutered. I just imagine how you buy the prep of shape like a dinosaur for children. <laughs> Chewable prep. Yeah. Chewable gummies, but it's prep. No, actually, hold up. I was in the States a couple of months ago, and everything... I went into Target. Love Target. It's not sponsored, but sponsor me Target. And everything is chewable and gummies, and I brought it all back. And I'm like, are you telling me I can chew on ibuprofen? Yes. Everything is chewable. So my cupboard's full of chewables. Chewing ibuprofen. Chewable ibuprofen, chewable Chewable melatonin, chewable fiber pills. I'm no pure for men in this house. It's chewable fiber pills. Chemist's own brand from America. 
Well, Americans are so lazy, <laughs> they forgot how to swallow. Again, you're not roasting me, we're roasting America. We're roasting America. We're, we're yeah, coming yeah. for you, America. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. Iraq is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Iraq, Vietnam, Syria, and the list just goes on. Iraq is... W- they're watching the podcast. Yeah, That's Iraq. Huge in Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. Iraqis will hate every single gay thing except this podcast. Except they will be like, 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 I mean, as long as you really shit on America, that's in this. what yeah. they care about. <laughs> um, anyway, to answer your question, yes, I am on prep. But I did, uh, I, I love the roast. You, why did you win the roast? <laughs> oh, I didn't ask if you were on prep, you stupid bitch. And because <laughs> Konstantinos came second because he's not on prep. He, he <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, he likes really to live on the edge. He can't afford it, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Actually, that was one of my jokes. Was, was like, I don't... And it was something about how I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't lend him money either. Much like Greece. So, well, um, because, yeah. you know, when you lend money to Greeks... Yeah. You nearly collapse the euro. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what you're saying. Don't ever lend money to a Greek friend because it will collapse the euro. So would you say that... I do, I'm kidding. I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm making of you that that's what racist people say. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. I'm not racist. I have many black friends. <laughs> I've slept with black guys. I'm not I've racist. Slept with black. That means your asshole is not racist. That doesn't say anything My about dick ain't you. racist. Just the rest of me. <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled. Don't cancel <laughs> But me. that's what every person who comes to the show, they say. They're like, I mean, I was so, I mean, I was amazing before you. Now I'm a horrible yeah, person. Now no one's booking me. <laughs> <laughs> only, the only people booking me are like straight white guys running like <laughs> men's only shows. And I'm like, ooh, something changed. <laughs> something changed. Something's no, not right. Because I, when people come to the show, they're like, I mean, I don't know how to do roast. I don't know. I'm a, such a nice person. The whole point of the show is to prove that you're old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My reputation is no is such like, a thing as a good, good person. boy next door is gone. <laughs> Josh, but uh, let me ask you some questions about your comedy. It's like, so, like, of course, your fat ass is one of the biggest, uh, you know, your inspirations. Um, But what is another thing that you drive inspiration from when you're doing your comedy? With my jokes, with my comedy. Um, I, well, the thing, like, I I like to tell stories. And I think that's where my jokes usually, like, every bit is about seven minutes long, um, which makes it really difficult, I think. I see other comics get up and they're just bashing out witty one-liners. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm there. You strap yourself in. You're about to hear a three-minute story about anal sex. Like that's that's how I use my time on stage, and so I think. But every story is true. And what I love, my favorite thing, is when someone in the audience comes up afterwards and says, "Oh, that story about that grinder hookup was great." I was like, "It's not a story, bitch. That happened." Well, like <laughs> molesting a Ryanair flight attendant in the kitchen on the plane as people are walking past to get on the bus. Like that's this is all true stories. And when the audience finds that out, they're like, "Are you are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I'm broken." <laughs> But yeah, I, I think I get it's it's true things that happen in my life. Obviously, as comedians, we like we hype them up and we add a bit of flavor to them. But at the core of every single joke I tell, every seven and a half minute story about a bad hookup, it's all true. And that's my favorite thing is that it's I'm not yeah I'm not out here trying to change the world with like a witty one liner. I'm out here just sharing horrible stories about what's happened to me in my life. I I, I completely agree with you. I think this is a. Gr- really great approach of storytelling because everyone has their own vibes and uh, I think you're doing amazing what you're doing because it's not just funny it's also interesting to mm. listen to because I think people just want to know to find out 
how it's gonna end. You know, yeah. you always know it ends, you know, on the back. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> with, with one or two hands inside <laughs> me, like whatever. Yeah, whatever happens. Rarely he swallows. Come to my show and find out. I have to come to the show it. and find out. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, I think what is really also amazing is that about your show is that it's true. It is a little embellished, like mm-hmm. with me. But people always ask me. Like yesterday, I was a dude came to me and he was like, "I would love to find out if you're really good at giving blowjobs." You know, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, with that face, you never will get a blowjob, <laughs> anyways." And I had also French guy coming to me. He was like, "You." He was like. You need to teach my girlfriend, you know, to give me a really good blowjob. Bonjour, you indeed. Should, you should, and I will pay you. I was like, don't worry. I will do it free of charge. I see you need it. You know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You're a man of the people. You are helping. Yeah, you are helping. I, I am saving marriages. Saving lives. <laughs> Out here saving lives. One blowjob at a time. <laughs> One French blowjob at a time. <laughs> French blowjob. What is a French blowjob when you talk? Le blowjob. Like, like, Le blowjob. That's blow it, I believe. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I think you'll find that's accurate French. <laughs> that's accurate French. <laughs> You're half British. Why? I thought you would hate French. You know? <laughs> I mean, anyone who's anyone hates the French. That's in- <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, my ex-boyfriend is French. Oh, I no actually have a thing for Frenchmen, even though we all don't like the French. No one likes the British. No one likes the French. These are just universal facts. No one likes the Germans. No one likes anyone. But anyway, yeah. So you like French guys, so you love golden shower, I huh? like French guys who want to pee on me. No, I like um, le pissoir. That means pool in French. Yeah. In That's French, cool. everything, you know, sounds Fancy. nice. Yeah. You know? And in German, when you say I love you, it means I fucking hate you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and when you say hello, Maybe you mean you fuck like, off. No, yeah. What did I do? You know? And <laughs> Look, please don't. <laughs> That's, why, that, that's why I think it's really hard for people to get married here because just, you know. It's not yeah. How do you say I do? You don't. That's the problem. Yeah, Germans you, don't. You're like, like, what? Yeah. No, no I, I, I've had a, I had a German, not a boyfriend, but I've had a German, okay, fuck buddy. You uh-huh. know, like, who was on a, like, we were like kind of friendly to one another, but he was like, and the thing is, every time he would try to tell me a compliment, it would have been very. Uh, it, it would be a very generic thing. For example, he would come to me and he would be like, "Your lights are so shiny," and I was like, "It's very German to state a fact and call it yeah, a compliment." Yeah, <laughs> that's like, like that's not a compliment. You have a very white skin. <laughs> That's very German. <laughs> yeah, That's especially very German. since I'm Azerbaijani. You know, so I, you know, I, I slept, I, in, I used to live in London, and when I lived there, I, I dated a German boy from Baden-Württemberg, mm-hmm. from Baden-Baden in Baden-Württemberg. Mm-hmm. And he, the, the thing is, I don't know how many German men I've slept with in my life, but probably not many, because I struggle when they say, mein Gott, mein Gott, during sex. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing turns me off more than ha- hearing someone speak German during sex. Yeah. To say, like, Fickmish, mein Gott. Like, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, Tifa, Tifa. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's, that, 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 that's not nice. Uh, I think English I th- is the language of love. <laughs> I, it's not English of love. It's English, or it's a language of porn, you know? So uh-huh. it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like that yeah. porn noise. <laughs> yeah, like they sound better in English. That was my porn no, noise. No, but the thing, dirty talk. I think I think English language has monopolized porn market because any language doesn't necessarily. I mean, I do I do enjoy Azerbaijani language during sex and Azerbaijani porn because it sounds dirty, but dirty in a nice way. You know, okay. like but for example, Russian 
Absolutely fucking no. Because then they call you a dirty whore. You don't feel like a sexy dirty whore. <laughs> you feel like a fucking dirty whore. <laughs> you know, after you, like 5 a.m. in the morning, you know, in the park. You know? <laughs> I don't want to be ashamed. I want to be shamed, but not ashamed. Okay. Yes, there's yeah, a like, very clear difference, I feel. Yeah, there's, yeah. There, no. Like, I, I, like and, and, and when men come and they say, I'm coming in Russian, <laughs> it sounds like they're late on a train, you know? So it's, yeah. <laughs> It's that's it. Like uh, that, and it's the same when this guy is just like, "Mine got, mine got." I'm like, "That's not. I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, and I'm not okay with it." It's well, not I once had a sex with a dude who I thought actually was talking parcel tongue with me, like, like because to get your snake to sleep. Yeah, no, no, no. He was gone. literally when he was like coming, he was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, and he accidentally opened the chamber of secrets. You know? <laughs> But you know what? I would fuck a Slytherin. I'll do it. <laughs> you I, do. I would. I so I am obviously I'm a Slytherin. Don't no, tell anyone. Slytherin. It's very millennial to say what your Gryffindor, your Harry Potter house is. But I'm very clearly a Slytherin. But I tell people I'm a Gryffindor yeah. because I know what's well. I know. I, I I like. I am a Gryffindor. I think I have a very Gryffindor attitude. Yeah. Meaning I'm annoying. Heroic. You know. And <laughs> <laughs> Iconic, iconic, obnoxious, iconic, yeah. yeah, and and I always get you know things that I don't deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are the white house, like they are the privileged white people of the I houses. I recently saw this meme. It was about like like you know Slytherin studying really hard, you know, doing like very hard, and they're at the end of the year, Dumbledore is like, "Nice shirt, Harry." Draw five hundred points. Participation award. All of it's the a points. Participation you win. award. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I just, I just genuinely believe that uh, it's life can be defined in Hogwarts measurements. Uh-huh. You know? So, but uh, besides, uh, actually, one th- question I love asking on this podcast is, what is your favorite sex nationality? My favorite sex nationality. Yeah, which is the nationality you enjoyed having sex the most and the least one? The most and the least. Least might be German. <laughs> and I'm so, so I live here, so obviously, like, props to Germany. Um, the least might actually be German, although I must say I haven't had sex with an Australian person in a long time. I haven't lived in Australia for 10 years, but I did, I've slept with Australians in London, and I feel like Australia, like, my, this accent is not a sexy accent. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no. Like, it's not, like... That doesn't get your dick hard, does it? It feels like you're in a kangaroo hunt. Honestly, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like H2O just add water, like all over TikTok right now. Oh, no. Um, that's that's not an attractive accent. I think it's the accent that really does it. But yeah. my, uh, I don't know, my, my favorite people to have sex with is probably like, it's, it's, I mean, I'm going to get very specific as well. Like Colombians, maybe. I don't know. Just Latin like America. Latin Americans. But just, I don't know, very specific. Or maybe Peruvians, like Bruno Cito, if you're out there. No. Um, but yeah, sort of that, like, just below Central America, Northern South America. I don't know why. Very specific. They're on the equator. Maybe I, just, <laughs> maybe I vibe with that. No, but it's also Latin America. Latin Americans? Argentina. Yeah. Yes. Argentinian? Argentinians, mm. yes. I mean, they, they know the stuff, you know. They, they know how to... F- that's why they're really good at roasting meat, you know. Oh, they yeah. know how to handle it. Yes, you know, yeah. every time they see me, I don't know where, whether I'm gonna end up, you know, fucked or roasted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a sign of a good. They time. do have lots of German background, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, yeah. When you say you like having sex with Argentinians, <laughs> you mean the German Nazis that moved there? Is <laughs> specifically those Argentinians? I mean, listen, it's gonna be a little bit controversial this opinion, but I think 
like terrorists and all those. They 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 know how to have good sex. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because they want. <laughs> I thought they were saving themselves for seventeen terrorists, virgins. You know, like, is that okay? You're better than the seventeen virgins. They're gonna get in heaven. Yeah. Is that, that's the the Dude, level we have to. I achieve. don't know. That's why I don't understand Islam. You know, if you want a seventeen virgins, you just go to the university campus with the <laughs> philosophy. You know, like <laughs> <is that> philosophy? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Honestly, there's a D and D game happening somewhere in Berlin right now. Seventeen virgins are there, like tabletop D and D. Seventeen virgins, lock it in. Yeah, or you go to the comedy shows that start at six. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I I'll be hosting. Yeah, that's it. What? That's why you know what? That's what the industry needs. Comedy shows just for virgin comics. That's it, and one really slutty host. Yeah. <laughs> so today, actually, to touch the guy it. in the bar, so they're like, <gasps> honestly, yeah. and all their stories about how they nearly had sex one time. Yeah. That's their jokes. You know, with all the droopiness and the, oh, so, and the glasses. The, hold on, and... we should justice to virgins. We shouldn't make fun of virgins. Life is Why? This is a them. universal <laughs> fraud. So you have to make fun of <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what that be nice to ridiculous losers. You know <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm actually. I'm. I'm booked on that later today. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm recording that this afternoon. They booked me because I'm a ridiculous loser. You're not a ridiculous. Oh. You're the shadiest queen of Berlin City. That's it. You reigning should, champion. You're, you're you're a reigning champion, you know, and you will be reigning champion till month of November. Hi, kitty. Your kitty came to say hello. Oh, I'll get him up in a second to say hi to the camera. Yes, we will get you. You're um, so cute. I wonder what's his name. His name is Scooter. Scooter. Like lime scooter. Um, <laughs> like uh, the, like the German uh, electronic band from the nineties, <laughs> the EDM band. That actually is what he's named after, vaguely. Oh, he's gone somewhere, and then that's Mio is the other one over there. But I'll try and get them on camera. Yeah, um, she's just lying down there. She's like, if I only give a fuck. That, you well, know? So, well, so she's eleven years old, and he's three years old. So oh, she's the same age as Ben. You know, <laughs> Ben McLean coming ben for McLean, you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> In cat ears. <laughs> Coming for you in cat ears. <laughs> no, we love an old queen here. We are pro. We, we don't I mean, I'm married to an old queen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I am married to one. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Daisy used to be great friends with Jean d'Arc, you know, so he was. <laughs> <laughs> Desi was alive during the potato famine. Oh, He's still Why hungry. Potato famine happened. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless him. Oh uh, no, Dizzy, Dizzy, Dizzy is like he's. I mean, sometimes it really annoys me that he reverts back and starts talking in nation Mesopotamian with me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't understand. <laughs> he's a Kashar, and I'm like, mm. you know, it's the cradle of civilization <laughs> like, I just, for I just a reason. Want water, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Desi comes home and he's like, I heard about this great thing today: agriculture. <laughs> did you know? Did you know we could grow vegetables in one spot and build a house? <laughs> and you're like, Desi, yes. <laughs> oh my god oh. this is great i Bless mean him. the big bank was because daisy farted you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we're roasting my husband you know it's uh, we, but we love him we do we love, love daisy i mean i have to because i want a good life That's you know <laughs> For, for legal visa-related reasons, we actually, love no, him. I'm on a permanent residency. So. Oh, okay. So, you know, so what you're saying is you so don't need Desi mostly anymore. at this point, this is just charity. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot about charities, right? Well, I mean, yeah, that's my love life. It's <laughs> <laughs> my grinder, my grinder history. It's all charity. History. Yeah. But Josh, like um, overall, like, what do you think for? Uh, 
understanding of sex sex in Australia and here. Like, mm. and you lived in the UK, you lived in Australia, and like, what do you think? Wh- what are the idea of gay sex is different in every country that you lived in? Um, this is well, okay. That's a sudden turn from <laughs> Mesopotamian <laughs> agriculture. Um, so, okay, here's a shocking plot twist. Uh, Australia is actually a surprisingly conservative country, mm. and I think a lot of people don't know that because of our whole shtick is like hot, hot young singles, hot young sluts. Um, but and we do a lot of like, like the beach and all that stuff, and all our ad campaigns for tourism Australia is like a, a woman in a bikini, literally saying like, "Where the bloody hell are you?" Was a huge campaign and all this stuff. But actually, Australia is a very religious, very conservative country, and a very like machismo country. And so there are certain cultures that have a very strong machismo element to it. And people think of Australia as not having that, but it actually mm. does. And I think anyone that's lived there realizes how like openly racist and sexist and yeah. very like casually homophobic Australia is. So we had a marriage equality, uh, it was meant to be a referendum and then it was watered down to just being a public vote, like an opinion poll in 2017. It passed, luckily, but like before the podcast, we were just talking off-air conversation about the Republic of Ireland having referendums on sort of abortion rights and gay rights and marriage equality and stuff Mm -hmm. and just passing these things. Germany passing this a couple of years ago. Australia, it was like getting blood out of a stone just to get some basic equality for for gay people, for queer people. We are kind of, we're always a little bit further behind Europe and, and North America with a lot of these conversations and other parts of the world as well. So not just Eurocentric, but like we're always about a decade behind. Yeah. A lot of the world, and, and the UK I find is very, very progressive and, and surprisingly very progressive in a lot of ways. And so the UK people are really debating women's rights right now and public mm-hmm. sexual harassment and trans rights. And Australia is not even ready to talk about trans rights because we're barely recognizing that people can be yeah. bu- gay or lesbian, let alone bi, let alone trans or intersex or anything, like nothing. Yeah, we're, we're so far behind. And so I think it's, it's interesting going from Australia where we are very conservative, the UK where... There's no machismo, like, surprisingly, there's no sort of, there's much less toxic masculine energy in the UK. So it's just very interesting, two countries born of the same culture 200 years ago, and then obviously the British invaded and committed genocide. But that aside, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's very interesting having those two, I grew up in Australia, moving to London, my family moved to Australia in the 70s, so it's very interesting having those two kind of worlds that are so similar but so different. I think you're right because I mean, with some countries the change doesn't happen. Well, what? Yes, yes. Hello. Bless hello, him. Hello. This is my spot, actually. I'm the guest <laughs> I just love today. How he was Thank like, you. Yeah. Emin booked me, <laughs> not you. He's like bitch. He's <laughs> like. He's about you. You know, I mean, like, honestly, he doesn't pay rent. <laughs> he doesn't look. He doesn't clean. He doesn't do anything. And now he's trying to horn in on my my <laughs> spot. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. As you were saying. Before the cat rudely interrupted. That's why gay people get very confused when they say pussy. You know, they don't Honestly, know what to yeah. do with it. I've been you know? <laughs> like, what you, you, no you idea. kiss it. You know, and uh, but the thing is, uh, I think it's very important to have that kind of in perspective because we live here, we live in Western Europe, and we get very comfortable with uh, many things, and mm-hmm. we're lucky enough to be comfortable with them. Um, and sometimes we don't we forget a little bit how it is outside, you know, because when I go to Azerbaijan and I feel very, 
like in my my inner self actually resists of blending in, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't like Desi. Blends in better than I do. Is <laughs> he pale white Irish pale boy? Pale white guy who wears black <laughs> jacket, you know, jeans. I go there with my high top, you know, yeah. boots, with my high heel, you know, those buffaloes, you know, my puffy jacket and everything. And everybody in Azerbaijan they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. And they, that's why they, do, they don't even think that I'm Azerbaijani. For they, they always come to me, they speak to me either in Russian or English. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, but and I think, but the, but the thing is, the you said the good thing is that. In Australia, you don't even talk about trans rights at the moment because gay rights, you need to get there We're still first. still working you know, on because it, yeah. of, And when it comes to Azerbaijan, well, you know. Is, it, is marriage equality, is it is it a law in Azerbaijan? Or? There's no law against it in Azerbaijan. Okay. There's actually, well, there's no, doesn't mention gay marriage at all. Like, there's nothing about okay. it in Azerbaijan. It doesn't allow it. It doesn't. That's the thing. Australia, the the government, like the, the constitution, I'm saying stuff Politics yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it's At the constitutional level But Because So Australia is a, Like it has a constitution But um, It said Marriage is between A man and a woman And I think that was Like introduced Within the last century Like yeah. Australia's Yeah it, it was Decided that It had to be Between a man and a woman That's what the whole Argument was It shouldn't have Even been defined mm. But it was And that's what A lot of countries Have defined it that way I think I think Azerbaijan is probably Also defined like that But the thing is Again There's no Because in some countries Like Russia for example You will have laws That actually say No gay marriage Yeah In Azerbaijan That doesn't necessarily Mean that But because we have Another uh, Paragraph that says Everything is allowed. You can be whoever you want to be. Like, and which, for example, if you gonna go head to head with the government, you can say okay. Like, but there is this paragraph meaning I can be whoever I want to be, yeah. which means I can be gay. You know, so you can't and you can't do shit to me nice. based on this. You know, but but of course it doesn't work like this. Um, and uh, but I but at the same time I think I I, I really hope eventually it will happen mm. with the trans rights in Australia and uh, with Azerbaijan with. Just right. Just some right. <laughs> Just right. <laughs> the referendum know? is like right. That's why people are like, mark. what about yeah. gay people in Azerbaijan? I was like, straight people are fucked as well. There. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, can we first no. off their problems? <laughs> 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 I think that's and it's kind of I, that's because Australia is such a privileged country, mm-hmm. and I think when you live in Australia, we're also very isolated because we're an island in the Pacific. We are like a European culture in a way, like it's a white European culture in the Asia Pacific. All of our neighbors are so different from us. We think we're European. We think we're North American. I grew up watching North American television. Like yeah. that's, as everyone does, like American, United States culture is like everywhere. everywhere yeah. But in Australia, it's like, I, I would say that I, I probably saw more American stuff than British stuff growing up. Like we mm-hmm. very much think we're North American. Yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere, but we've got no one to compare ourselves to in that way. So when we think about our rights, we're like, what we've got is probably... We're probably fine. We're probably fine. We're like we're like the fine. rest of yeah. We're probably like everyone else. I and know. Then when I you know. Move to Europe, and you're like, wait a minute. When when you've got a neighboring country that is, that, like, between Germany and France, for example, they could just like one up each other and try and keep progressing. And Australia's yeah. got hasn't really got that. So yeah, we're just and like, you have like Indonesia fine. and you know all of those exactly. countries and around you, which are very not gay friendly exactly. countries, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I mean, I, I also think, but but in general, I actually genuinely feel that Asia still is a little bit ahead in kind of gay rights. Yeah, because yeah. Of many in Thailand, in Japan, you yep. know, like in Vietnam and many countries there, like being gay and queer is very well accepted within mm-hmm. the society. Especially Thailand. Like I, I've yeah. been to Thailand once in my teens, um, but it's like 
publicly acceptable to be yeah. visibly gay because or visibly they had trans an idea or visibly it. queer. And here's my question to you. Do you think that Abrahamic religions fucked us up? Or do you think it was something of a kind of a course of the history that would have happened even if the three main religions wouldn't be introduced to us? Um, I think that religion, defi- like the law was religion. And in a lot of countries mm-hmm. still, like religion is the law. In, For example, in yeah. Islam, the law is... Yeah religion and religion is the law. It's only in a lot of countries that have had the separation of church and state that they kind of define them as two separate things. But for most of human history, that has been one thing. One thing is the law is church and church is law. Yeah. So I don't even think, I, I like there is no way that we wouldn't have had religion. It's more like that's the way we organized ourselves as societies was around religions and we built our legal systems around that. Yeah. And then eventually in the, I guess the 19th century separated them or whenever that happened. But I, I don't like... Queer stuff is not mentioned in the Bible, for example. So a lot of stuff, the word for homosexuality was actually prostitution. And then it was mistranslated or something like that. And I'm just quoting TikToks, okay? Get off my back. (laughs) I don't have a Wikipedia source. This is not a reliable source of information. Don't trust me on this. But it's kind of like... um, it's, it's these mistranslations and these misunderstandings that then made its way into the law because church was law and law was church. But actually, when you unpack it, it's like, wait a minute, there was never a mention of these things in there. Mm-hmm. Really interestingly, again, TikTok, don't come for me, but it was a TikTok I saw. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend I read a book. But it was the first uh, transition surgery in the US. And I think it was an Olympian. It was like an Olympic medal winner or something. And they transitioned male to female in the 50s. And the front page news celebrated it as a scientific feat and as a cultural and social movement, all this stuff. And it's like, we get so, like, it's hard to, sorry, it's very easy. We get so caught up in all of this movement right now. And it's very easy to hear things and believe that it's always been that way. But actually, for example, 70 years ago, it was front page news celebrating a trans person transitioning. Now it's vilified. And it's like, you hear that and you're like, oh, for all of human history, it's been vilified. It actually hasn't. It's like, you that know, was no, not like, true at all. In the Roman been... Empire, it was actually very That's welcoming it. and in ancient yeah. Greek as well. No, I agree with you. I think, uh, I personally think that uh, religion had a very faulty play in the way that it was interpreted. And But it's not only gay things. It's also lots of, for example, in, if you ask Islam people about it, about it they were going to refer to Sodom and Hamora you know like mm. oh, oh my god that was just bad and that's what God punished I was like no <laughs> when cousins were fucking that's also part of but, Sodom and Hamora but, you know but, like, yeah. like, but for a lot of religions just, Christianity <laughs> included they're yeah. like fuck your cousins do it yeah bitch. fucking children also not okay yeah. you know so yeah. it's, uh, and if your cousin is under 18 that's hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you you can't just handpick the sins that you were like, hmm, so I don't want more yeah. of this, you know? But I think it's a human nature to kind of, you know, blame one side of the things. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, I but then, then the point of blame shifts constantly. And as we progress, like, then it, that's the thing. And then it becomes so, like, even in Australia, a couple of decades ago, like, inter, interracial marriage wouldn't have been allowed. And now you're like, wait, that was a thing? Like, that's how... Things are progressing, but that's the example I was giving about this transition story, the person transitioning in the 50s. That's how, like, it can go both ways. Like, that's Absolutely. crazy that it can get less progressive and then more progressive. It's like this constant pendulum swing. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so I, don't know, I don't know if, like, if the three major religions didn't exist, would, like, queer rights be different? Almost certainly. Obviously, the spread of Christianity was spread by white... British people and white, sort of Spanish people, white Europeans, spreading Christianity around, coming into countries that had a third gender or countries that had, like, yeah. 
traditional Indian culture had a like third gender. Third gender. Traditional yes. American North American Native culture had third gender. In Australia, the indigenous community called them nowadays. I don't know what they used to call them, but uh, brother boys and sister girls. Those are the words for trans people in their communities. Yep. That was never a problem. It's, it's indigenous Australian culture is the oldest. They can trace it's like sixty thousand years of continuous culture that didn't permutate or change, and so it's recognized as like one of the oldest continued mm-hmm. cultures that is still lo- alive now, barely, but like. It's the Brits did their genocide, their little genocide. But essentially, little, they have had a sense of, like, a, a concept of a third non-binary gender for that that many tens of thousands of years. Yeah. And it wasn't until white Christians came in and were like, actually, marriage is between I a man and a woman. You. I, I genuinely think that, uh, uh, I think what, what I'm really, one of the great things that I'm happy about right now is that certain, because of all the these discussions and debates, certain ancient cultures are kind of seeing the resurgence, for example, in Wiccan religions, you know, and uh, I've, I've seen that there's actually resurgence in ancient Egyptian faith and Love ancient it. Greek. And I think... I mean, Brennan Fraser in The Mummy yeah. and The Mummy Returns, hot. Yeah. <laughs> My sexual awakening, and I actually rewatched that recently. I, I, I could love get that it. I could movie. fuck with an ancient Egyptian culture. Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Imhotep. I mean. Oh. oh. Honestly, I when mean. he was only half recovered, and he still had the hole in his cheek. Jeez. Stick a dick in there. <laughs> I mean, even half recovered, I would still bang Honestly, him. Honestly, you know? in fact, he was probably more attractive. I think, fully, fully skinned, not for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the only. <laughs> he took the circumcision head to toe, <laughs> and that works. That works for I, me. I think, I think that was the only moment when I would go necrophiliac. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that pushed that sarcophagus open. I'm like, we got some, we got some stuff. To I mean, <laughs> for me, sarcophagus. <laughs> you know? His <laughs> organs are in several jars around several the room, and I'm like, I'm into but that. I think, you know, I, I think if you and I were both alive, I'm probably we were because I believe in reincarnation uh-huh. if we were both of an ancient text I think we would be hosts you know I, I think it would be you know those in Roman Empire the guys with the you know the basil thing and with the feeding grapes to people and then getting fucked in the yeah, ass you know some dicks, yeah. uh, it's, that's, uh, and I'm really good at standing like this so that's <laughs> I'm made for ancient Egypt yeah. <laughs> I was meant to be there we should ask Ben maybe he knew us back then <laughs> you know <it's, laughs> I'm like hey Ben I'm gonna visit ancient Egypt you know when you grew up <laughs> But also all of the, the hieroglyphs, they're all like this. They've got flat butts, yeah, the original I mean, flat butt. I mean, Tutankhamen was dead his ex-boyfriend, you know? And, uh, <laughs> He's always talking about his exes. And he was dead, still younger than Desi. You know? <laughs> he's always like younger boys. Younger, he's like, he goes like 11 years younger, you know, uh, because he that? knows he's going to outlive them. Well, he's never going to find a sugar daddy <laughs> because he's the oldest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Abrahamic religions were created, just to get rid of Ben and Desi. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah. We're back to roasting Desi. Yeah. Bless him. I mean, I know for a reason that Desi, co- like Desi personally caused the dinosaur extinction mm-hmm. uh, because, because he just... he. They did something to his business, you know. He was selling like lots of stones, and they kind of came and grabbed it all over. He had a thriving you know? stone business. In I mean, Jurassic come on. Period. Like, I, yeah. I mean, Daisy was. I mean, Daisy's colostrum back was made out of banana leaf. Okay. Oh, so, oh, like, oh, 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 that was a pungent joke as well. Like that, that assaulted me in several, several senses. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that's what Daisy doesn't like this podcast. It's like every <laughs> single time you talk about me as if I'm some kind of a crap. I was like, no, does he I come love up every you. time. Huh? Every does every guest somehow you bring it back to how much you hate your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hate. say I actually say this thing. 
I don't insult or okay roast you. And if I don't like you, I'm never gonna do that. Uh-huh. I only do it to people who I care about. Yep. You know, so that's why I will be very nice to you today. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get roasted. I just want to get. I just want to get. Just that's horny. also my grinder handle. That's my grinder profile. Just horny. Just, just want to get roasted. Um, but I think uh, like your personal experiences of if you want to talk about it, of course you don't have uh-huh. to. But your your personal experience of coming out because I feel you came from a very loving family is that what i feel no okay i mean okay let's get it i we no. can we can ignore it if you know we don't i i um so the thing is my family wasn't a particularly good family like okay there are a lot of average quality low quality families in the world i'm not going to go into detail yeah. but me being gay was never a problem as in i didn't even come out to myself until my teens but everyone knew i'm sure but like my mid late teens and it was also um i was from a, a i'm from a grew up in my teen years i was in a part of sydney that's the south of sydney it's called cronulla the shire if anyone any australian would be like he's from the shire mm-hmm. don't i don't tell anyone i'm from the shire but i grew up in the shire and it's a very conservative very christian hillsong christian yeah. area <laughs> so it's not just christianity it's like it's touched um so it was that kind of area. But so I came out to myself eventually and worked out what I was attracted to and everything. And as I said, I'm sure everyone knew. But yeah, my mother, for example, it was never a problem. We never really talked about it. I never had a big coming out moment. But yeah, that's, I think it's, I never had to necessarily have the big like broken family because of the gay stuff. It was already a broken family. You can't break a broken family. <laughs> I say there's yeah. no such a thing as broken family as soon as you love each other. So that's what you need. You don't have to have two parents or whatever. Oh, parents. yeah. This yeah. is a single mom, two kids. Yeah. But she's she was a young mom as well. So I was born when she was 19 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. She was a teen okay. mom. I think her mother was, my grandmother was a teen mom, but like in London in the, 20, the 20s. I don't fucking know. She's a thousand years old. But um, yeah. I can relate to this a lot because my mom was also a single mother. Mm-hmm. So, and I can relate to this and what I the reason why I ask you is because when I what I said my idea is because you came from a very accepting environment because you are so confident in and that confidence goes through your humor and you know comedy and I really appreciate it and I'm really happy to see it because that kind of proves that we don't all need to have a sub story you know, but to yeah confident. I would say that like it's I, I think I had to develop a lot of confidence, I think. That's when yeah. you, yeah, some families and some homes, when you grow up in them, you do yeah. have to kind of look after yourself a lot. And I think that then builds that confidence. And from a young age, I was very much like, I love performing and stuff. Like, I love being the center of attention, obviously. Uh, and <laughs> I'm worth it. I'm worth <laughs> yes, the spotlight, don't worry. But uh, yeah, no, I think then you develop that confidence as a result of that. But yeah, I, I think my confidence is something that I'm very proud of. It's something that I've worked on having that confidence and then building on it and building on it and building on it and yeah. getting to the place where I am now where I can just, yeah, I love attention and I can monetize it. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, but this is amazing. This actually, I think, showing that working on yourself, you know, and kind of becoming, this is not just something that, you, okay, I'm gay and I'm proud of myself, mm. done. You know, it's actually something that, you're proud of many other aspects of your life, including being queer. You know? Yeah, I, that's it. I think that's it because, it, like, I, that's. I think that's a really good way of looking at it. I'm not necessarily like I'm definitely proud as a gay person, but yeah. I'm like I'm proud of other stuff more. And I think it's because it, my upbringing wasn't like great upbringing, except you're gay, and therefore we're going to throw you out of the house. It was yeah. more like the other. It was flipped the other way. Yeah. So I've never been ashamed of gay. I yeah. think that's the thing. So I haven't had to necessarily. I I don't 
feel like, oh, I have to be mega proud of being gay. It's more like I'm very proud of being gay. I would never not be gay. Yeah. If, even given the choice. I'm like, we are the superior species. <laughs> we are. Prove me wrong, bitch. But, um, but yeah, no, I think it's like, it's, I think I was never given an ultimatum of like, be straight or get out. Like I was never given and that. So I never I had to build up. Very, a sense very happy for that. Yeah. You know, I am very glad to And hear I know that's a privilege as well. I know that so many people oh, are thrown out. And that's what breaks families sometimes is the queer thing. It, it, and that's it why does. I'm like, if a family's already broken for other reasons, <laughs> the queer thing is nothing like that's no absolutely i i just i think what what the good thing you said there is that you're not necessarily you you're proud of being gay but you're also proud of many other things that you've done through the course of your life because it's the same to me i remember and the reason why i asked this is because i think it was two years ago i had this american girl coming to me and it was a party and i said i have a husband and she was like oh my god you should be so fucking proud because you're gay yeah. and i was like well I'm not necessarily proud of that. I'm actually quite proud of that I was able to live in the very homophobic country for three years together with my husband. Mm. And I was able to withstand anything and actually end up coming here. And I'm quite comfortable with where I am right now. But like, but being, you cannot be proud of just one aspect of your life. You kind of, you have to be proud of certain things that you achieved, you know, like you yeah, worked really hard I, I, on. I think, and that's what I would say though, is like for some people, just getting to a place where they're comfortable with their sexuality is an achievement. An achievement. I think that's I the thing that I'm trying, and I think both of us saying like that if it wasn't as much of a struggle and there was never shame dumped on us, yep. then I never had to build up that confidence. pride and yeah. confidence. So I think that's, but I would never want to take that away from other people because for a lot of queer people, it is that's major, what they had to do. Like is, they had that, is. that is the achievement is to accept themselves and then define themselves and go out into the world and wear that on their sleeve. And, Absolutely. Like put up, uh, uh, kind of withstand the arrows that are going to be thrown at them. That's yeah. not how arrows work. They're shot from a bow. I know that. Um, yeah. I've saw it on TikTok. But <laughs> that's yeah. It's. I think that's. I would never take that away from other people. I think that's. I just didn't have to build up the resilience around that because I was busy building up resilience around other things, Absolutely. which lends then to the confidence. That's why Ripple always says, "If you can't love yourself, how the hell can you love Honestly, somebody and else?" And that is right? probably a legally protected intellectual property. So. <laughs> And if anyone's going to litigate his entire yeah, show, honestly, you know? RuPaul is call. His people are calling your people now, <laughs> and your people is Desi at home getting a call from RuPaul, being like, "I'm ready to sue." Ah, uh, come yeah. on! This he's, is a cease and desist he order. He said that his show is also based on Top Model and American. And, and that's and his model. people are still suing. They're all suing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send RuPaul a picture of your poster for the <laughs> and then Shady Drag Race and be like, "But did Look you here, know, actually the, the night when you were performing?" There were two guys who thought that this show was about Formula One and they actually brought their helmets. Are you joking? I'm not joking. How? I know. Like, there, <laughs> there's like, it's like, they, and because, and I was like, I saw the giant helmets and I was like, I, I, at first I thought maybe they came with the, on a bike. That's why, like, yeah. That's why they were wearing, but these were like actual fucking Formula, Formula One, One helmets. Helmets. But then, I mean, it's the show is uh, and it's like 11 guys, p.m. Yeah, or like, like 10, do, it's a like, late show, so they're they're eagerly going to a Formula One show at a comedy <laughs> club, and they're bringing their Formula One helmets. But I, for I mean, fun. actually, and that's what that actually inspired me. I mean, everything you know, you know how in humanity, every single thing that we have in technology is because of some mistake. Uh huh. Okay. So that's why now I'm thinking every single time I'm going to host the show, I actually want people to wear helmets as they approach the stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just some of them should. Have you seen I mean, some of the comics? <laughs> if I had a dog face, I'd wear a helmet too. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Wow. 
Well, <laughs> when I'm gonna have the winter season, you're definitely wearing a helmet, oh, you know? and not just it. a helmet. The, you Honestly. know, the knight's helmet. You know? I need to actually. You know, I was thinking this morning. I was like, I wonder who Emmons gonna book for the next one because then that'll be my competition. I can tell you who I'm booking. Oh yeah, for you the would next go one. I am. Uh, we're gonna have Abby. Okay, so <laughs> this morning. While I was down on my hands and knees in the bathroom, cleaning up, like, the cat had thrown up a little bit, um, I thought cat? of Abby, obviously. And then I, <laughs> I thought to myself, because you know her long hair and the cats were throwing up hairballs, it's all the same. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if there's anyone I want to roast in the All-Stars Shady Drag Roast in December, it's Abby. I just hate her so much <laughs> and I want to fucking take her down. And I know she was on this podcast last yeah. week as well, I saw um, I did a spot with her a couple of nights ago and we were dancing a little bit together just for fun, not realizing how distracting that was from the stage. I then get up and do my set. She spends seven minutes. Oh, it was 10 minutes, a 10 minute spot dancing, 10 unbroken minutes, dancing like an idiot in the back of the room to distract me. <laughs> I got off stage and I nearly hit her and I will hit a woman. I will. If it's Abby, I'll hit her. Yeah, we can't do that if you're gay. If yeah, you're gays straight, can hit you women. can't do that. If gays gay, can hit women. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hit women, be gay. That's okay. <laughs> if you haven't taken a dick in your butt, you yeah. can't hit a woman. <laughs> That's the law. That should be the law. They should really make that a law. Okay, so we're narrowing down not even just all gays, just bottom gays. Just bottoms. Bottoms can hit women. But you're verse top. Verse top. How do you know? Have you you saw my grinder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but it, yeah, I, it, so oh, I verse. There's a verse in there, confident. so I can hit women. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna roast Abby. So I if roast she Abby. wins, if she wins, well, she's a pretty big bitch. I can actually, see her winning. She, but who, pretty, so who else am I? It's gonna be Pascal. Oh yeah. Okay. And Patrick. 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 Oh, Patrick. Oh, he's gonna be, who's Patrick? Patrick. Like I've never heard of Patrick. Him. No, it's it's um, Patrick Moore. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, Abby for me is. I'm just me calling it, putting it out here now. My money's on Abby. I think Pascal is far too nice. He is the night. He never takes a smile off his face. How is he going to roast someone? He uh, he was at the show and he actually roasted me very nicely. Oh, really? I wasn't able to roast him because it was so nice. What are you going to roast him? That's the thing. He's impenetrable. He is like no. He he came to me and now it was you know it was such a nice change to have a nice person. To talk you to need a nice someone every now and then. Change, you yeah. know? It was because all the fucking bitches come and you know, say horrible shit to me. You know? and, uh, <laughs> I asked for it. I asked for it. But, you know, it was still Pascal was like, yes, but even the horrible shit that he told me, it was mostly racist. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He I'm kidding. is Austrian. It was like, they, because they were like, well, he was like, I mean, how am I, how, am I gonna, how am I supposed to roast you? I was like, just say fat phobic jokes. It was like, but I don't want to, you know. Oh, bless him. But, but he was pa- he's a nice yeah. guy. So he's Pascal, such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. I can't see it. Like, Abby will destroy him. And then Patrick, um, I don't know about Patrick. I think he could have a nasty streak. We're yet to find he out. He can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why he's taking that medication. So he does. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> that's why he's not allowed back in seven, seven of the German states. <laughs> They've got a warrant out for his arrest. All of the eastern ones. And then just uh, Nordrhein Westfalen. So, but you're definitely going to face Ira and you're going to definitely face Shannon. So, Ooh, okay. Shannon beat me in that race. As it was barely a race. Like, she was clearly the winner yeah. from... I think she was such a good roaster. So, we're going to have two okay. contenders from the same season, you know? Two from the same season. <laughs> two from the two same. Australians. Two Australians. Two horrible Australian two accents. Horrible. And I think that the, the challenge there, though, is when you when you have to roast... I'm, I'm a winner, so I can talk about roasting. Famously. <laughs> but when you have to roast someone, they, like, you want to... Okay, sweet. Where are they from? What do they do? How fat are they? Like, the, you just pick the things. 
and with like when you've got two Australians on the lineup, you I think we've immediately lost the Australian angle. So every, it's going to make it more difficult for Ira and whoever wins. <laughs> Abby to come for me whereas I'll come for her for being an Indian slut like I can do that <laughs> easy or just being Indian you just know so- <laughs> I, I mean after all you I'm, were honestly, part of the same I am far too white and privileged to be making <laughs> these jokes I mean after all you were part of the same uh, you know empire so yeah <laughs> why not yeah I mean what my people did to her people is atrocious <laughs> that's me trying to uncancel myself so you know the only thing missing right now would be if you said like what my people did to her people were atrocious but it's nothing in comparison to what I'm gonna do to her on that oh oh I'm, can I say I'm, I'm taking that I'm using that in my promo video that's it yeah okay so I mean if Patrick gets through Pascal gets through, we'll see, but I really want to destroy Abby. <laughs> I just want to destroy Abby. I'm not gonna win. I this is yeah, I I'm I'm girl enough to admit that I am not a strong roaster, so I'm not gonna beat Shannon. I'm not gonna be I'd actually never seen Ira perform, but I'm sure they're good. Ira was Yeah. Irre- she was ruthless in roasting. I laughed so hard and it's because Ira also gives very vibes of a very good person. You know, she's yeah. a very lovely, very kind. And when she went on the stage and literally called Bruno on saying word faggot, I was <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a little context. Bruno repeated after me, so he's not homophobic. He's a very nice ally, okay? Bruno, homophobe. Um, <laughs> he's actually sick of the game self. You know <laughs> <laughs> And I mean honestly he's cute. He's cute. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're cute these days, why don't you go gay? You know, it's like, I mean, why like, waste let it? only straight people be ugly, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And they are. Leave that to them. <laughs> yeah. No, but there are sometimes straight people who are very sexy, though. The worst thing for a Wait. gay guy is a cute straight guy that you know. We'll have a freak out if he finds out that you're gay. That's the yeah. Worst. But it's, it's okay. Have it. that ever happened to you? Have a crush yeah. on a straight so guy? I I have a remarkable talent as a gay man. Oh, any queer people. I think a lot of queer people have this experience. The minute I find someone is straight or just not interested, like not, yeah, straight, I guess. So anything that's not interested in having sex with men, I, c- I have no emotions. I can turn that off. And for a lot of queer people, like gay, straight, bi, trans, all of that, they get so attached to straight people sometimes and they yeah. build up these romances in their head and several queer friends of mine and it's like, oh, they- but one day they'll realize they love me and I'm like, how? How are you under this illusion? Like, love yourself more so that you don't do that. And I and and it it's it, Australians are very direct. British people are not very direct. So that's always been a culture clash of me living in the UK and saying to friends of mine, I'm like, they don't love you. What are you talking about? And mm-hmm. the Brits will be like, no, you can't just say that to someone. I'm like, love them more. Love yeah. them enough to tell them the truth, Absolutely. which is that they should not. Absolutely. They should cut off this crush they have on a straight person under the illusion that that straight person is going to wake up one day and realize they're gay, which maybe happens in like a Netflix original Hallmark Christmas film, (laughs) but it's not going to happen. And it's something that it's such a plague upon like plague upon the queer community. That's dramatic. (laughs) But it's something that it's something that afflicts us is that we get so caught up in, in trying to understand the world and understand our emotions and sometimes get attached like that. I have the ability to just, if I find out they're inaccessible, I'm not, I I there's no feelings. I just don't have any feelings for them. The last time that happened to me was when I was 21. I got a. It was a, Desi. Huh? It was Desi. You turned him No, gay. it was a couple of years before Desi. No, okay, no, not 21. I was 19. I was just, I was very young, you know, and well, I'm actually still very young, but I'm, I mean, I was younger. Uh-huh. And, uh, and well, we're it, it was a very hard. We're both it was a hard. Huh? 
I said we're both 27. We're, we're so both young. 27. <laughs> the camera takes 10 years off. Yeah, and, and that's 500 pounds, you <laughs> know? <laughs> we're both actually very skinny and we're 27. <laughs> if you are even skinnier, then it will be just flat ass. <laughs> it will be a black hole, be you know? Upside down bowl on yeah, stage. Not... That's how concave my butt is. Anyway, sorry, you were saying you were 19. Yeah, yeah I was 19 person. years old. This is this is what Josh's way to say. I'm actually not interested in that fucking story, you know? So, well, we could talk about me. I am the guest. My podcast. Well, like, it's your house, but you know my podcast. But it's... Uh, but, you know, I was... And it was a horrible feeling, you know? Yeah. And I knew that's not going to happen. Um, because, yeah, it was just quite obvious it's not going to happen. And it was really hard to get over this because you kind of... Yeah. Kind of, you still feel what you feel. You can't make yourself feel that something. And I know. get, I get that. I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair to say. Like they are, but you learn. A crush is a crush, and or yeah. a love is love, or whatever. And anyone can have a crush on anyone. But that, I think that's if, if it's never gonna happen. Like yeah. it, that's what I would say as well. I, if I had a crush on a gay person and it's never gonna happen, I think I can turn that off pretty well as well. I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> But alive on the outside. <laughs> well, you're so thin, you have, don't have enough space for emotions There's there. No soul. <laughs> I got rid of that. Because he <laughs> douched so much, the soul just left, you know? <laughs> Watch the kilos just <laughs> slip off of you when you douche your soul out of your anus. That's okay. what uh, Ben and Dizzy they used to do. If they wanted to douche, they would go and sit on a gazer, you know? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and wait for a nearby volcano to get going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god we're so bitchy but anyways <laughs> but actually speaking of uh you did you did a good point about british not showing their emotions and i know that they don't because you know uh, i live there and but what do you think like as a com- do you think there's a difference in how you make jokes in being from australia and being from the uk like do you have um what what do you think is the biggest difference you know what though but because i've done I've never. I didn't do comedy in Australia. That's. I regret okay. not doing comedy in Australia. But um. So I only started comedy in Germany. But I have now done comedy in in the UK and yeah. in in Germany. Yeah. But with comedy, as we know, like the stage is a, sa- a safe space. So you can obviously push things further as long as it's in the context of the joke and it's like you've established that it is a joke and. It, for example, like not that I mean, not that it's shocking, but making it clear that you're gay mm-hmm. or making it clear that you're Azerbaijani, so that you can then shit on. Azerbaijani people, etc. Yeah. So I think it's 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 like I don't know if that line is different in those two countries, or okay. even in Germany with a largely immigrant audience. Like very like if we've got a hundred people in the room, there'll be a couple of Germans with the crowds that we with have here. Crowd, but yeah. most of them are immigrants from all over the world. But yeah, I, I don't know. Comedy seems to be like an international safe space in a way. So I don't know mm. if those two countries having very different cultures, Australia but and But do you think there are topics that you would tackle differently in us being from Australia and being I think from the UK? In Australia, I would probably feel more... Like, I would feel like I could go into more topics and more places. In the UK, it might be that I... Like, I've got... Actually, I, there's a joke I have where I call the audience hot single sluts. <laughs> and... If I, depending on the crowd though, sometimes I'll say hot single ladies. And it's very difficult for me to remember that I have to say ladies instead of sluts and not accidentally say sluts. But I, I tend to do a quick look over the room and I'm like, can I say sluts tonight? And I've raised this with other comics if they're the, the producer. And I'm like, look, I'm going to say sluts when I was much sort of fresher in the industry. And they were like, oh, that's cute that you think you can't say sluts. And I'm like, yeah, but I just like, I'm not, I'm going to point at that person there and call them a slut. Is that, that's what I'm about to do. Like, that's what we're doing today. And so now I, I kind of do decide if I'm going to say sluts or ladies whenever I do the, the, the joke. But 
in the UK, I might maybe default to ladies instead of sluts more often, maybe. But then I think in the UK, but that's, yeah, that's not even real. It's like, we do say sluts in the UK. I feel like I could say the C word on stage, which in Australia is a very common word to say. I'm not going to say it today because I'm a lady. <laughs> but in Australia, we say that word very, very casually. Okay. But in the UK, you don't say that word. So maybe I wouldn't say that word on stage. Oh, yeah. But that, maybe that's it. Maybe it's more about the word choice rather than the joke itself or the area so. of comedy. Okay. Because I think, as we know, comedy is a safe space and we should go into all of those areas. Um, so, yeah, you'd bring in race, you'd bring in gender, sexuality, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's interesting for me to hear because, you know, like, because I'm doing comedy in different languages. For me, it's actually the topics that I can't talk about in, in, in English. I don't necessarily can talk about it in, in Russian simply because... It sounds very talking about sex in Russian, as or, or I said earlier. It's very. It's, it just doesn't sound nice. Yeah. It's very. It cuts your like you know. It just. It's like. It's. It's very uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable because I'm. I'm ashamed of it. In. In. That, it's just. It doesn't have the same punch as yeah. it does in English. And I yeah. think it's because Russian is a very straightforward language, and in English we. You know, we can't make bitch sound nice. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> like we can't we do. Blow, make blowjobs funny, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> they are. What is the like, weirdest thing you've heard people telling you when you were giving them blowjobs? Oh, I don't. I very rarely give blowjobs. Oh, I mean, I'm in like one of the two now. occasions that you've given them. That, the two occasions in my life. I've, okay. What are the funny things what you've said to... when oh, people were uh, giving hey, you blowjobs? The funniest, hold on. The funniest things I've heard during sex. Yeah. There is a bit that I do, which is a true story about someone. Oh, they've never seen me tell this joke and they live next door. I'm going to, maybe they'll never hear this podcast. I hope. But during sex, they said to me, why did you unfollow me on Instagram? And this is a true story. And it's because they are an influencer or like a micro-influencer, micro. Um, and so I think they, were, they had 10,000 followers. They were losing followers. And so they asked me that during sex. And so that like, it's, people say weird stuff to me during sex because the sex is so lackluster. They it's need a to very s- weird moment to start a survey. You know? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it. It's like, they, they're just, they were like, uh, now could you pick out of 10 your experience? From, oh, yeah, from one to 10, what yeah. did you dislike yeah. about my Instagram? Literally, during <laughs> sex. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was so weird. And then we discussed it while having sex. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I, the weirdest thing happened to me during sex was in 2015 when I was having sex with uh, <laughs> Egypt dude, mm-hmm. and he actually screamed the name of his country during sex. He was like Egypt. I was like, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't care what country it is. <laughs> I'm just not sure that's. <laughs> I don't think that's on. I was like, what kind of a weird Eurovision sex is this? 12 <laughs> points! Go! Juice Paul! Juice Paul! Do you think when the um, Catholic priests are molesting children, they do the same? They yell, Vatican City! Vatican City! Like, how far does this go? I would never yell Australia during sex. Or, well, no. Probably not. I, if, if I think I yelled at Azerbaijan, they would think it's some kind of STD, you know? <laughs> they would just, they would just, no, no, no. Okay, oh, my God. Stop. Can I just say, back to the roast, really quickly, Konstantinos Natsis, is that his name? Yeah. Konstantinos Natsis said a joke, and on the night, I misheard it, and I was like, that's kind of funny. I don't know why the crowd is laughing so much. 
I've now seen the clip of it. Probably the funniest joke I think I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> he said uh, of about me, Josh has had gonorrhea so many times, he knows how to spell it. <laughs> On the night, I think I misheard it as he doesn't even know how to spell it. And I was like, that's not that funny. No one can spell gonorrhea. But now hearing the clip and I'm like, what he actually said was probably the funniest joke in the history of the human species. And, and it's that's true. That, that's a fact. Uh... <laughs> And it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've had several. I've had uh, all the big ones. Who hasn't? <laughs> I, I, now I drank from your cups. And I'm like saying. <laughs> I rub the eye of my penis around the edge. No, of the cup. I blame my husband because you know because it wasn't for his fucking tooth. You know, <laughs> for his five thousand year old tooth. <laughs> So that's it. Poor Desi's at home after having tooth surgery. I mean, you know, his dentures were made out of the sable tiger semen. Oh, they're all wood. You know, they're, they're wooden dentures wood. held in with tiger semen. That's what his fucking mouth is made of. No, no, no. He took the teeth from the you know ancient cave lion. You know, he's out of dentures. That's it. Yeah. They find those arrowheads in um, <laughs> in uh, like they dig them up in North America, and it's like, no, those are Desi's original teeth. <laughs> those were his uh, first dentures. Yeah. And they still can't find uh, bands because Bond don't live so long. You know? And <laughs> oh, Desi, we love you. And we, we love you, Ben. We does, love you. They listen it's just we're ageists. And yeah. <laughs> when you're this young, like everything's old. Yeah. Ben McLean, ben McLean <laughs> dropping his... What, I don't know what he, how old he told you he was. 42. Doesn't look it, though. He looks young. Yeah, absolutely right. I'll never admit that again, but he does look younger than 42. Uh, ben. Ben. Oh, Ben. Oh my God. I when he told me it was forty two. Uh, I think forty three. Forty two or forty three. Forty seven. Pushing 60. 50. You know, it's, a, it's like, <laughs> no, when he told me that he was. 40, I was like, I really thought he was like thirty six. Okay, that's a bit generous. Thirty nine. I'll I accept. really thought that he looks thirty. But he looks good. Ben does look good. No, he doesn't look a day. Eight. He doesn't. He doesn't look older. Like I, I yeah. was very surprised. I mean, kudos. You know, like means he works in a very nice environment that keeps him young because most <laughs> people pickled. who get old is because of their jobs. You know. Yeah. Well, so Ben is a flight attendant. So he's in that decompression. He's probably all the blood is raced to his knees. I don't fucking know what happens to them. But um, yeah, no, he's old. If He's you're going to roast someone, I told you, you need to be scientifically correct. You know? Nothing I've said today has been <laughs> I'm out here being like the Australian I just imagine someone using this podcast as an educational moment. No, there's like, nothing. To, I can't spell gonorrhea. That's yeah. not like, <laughs> he still has gonorrhea. I still you know? have it. And until I cure it, I'm not spelling it. I've always, that's my rule. That's it. And I refuse to get it cured. It's like, you've got to have something interesting about you. And for me, it's my gonorrhea. So I just didn't want to treat it. Yeah, that's the, we, we, when he goes to the doctor, he'll be like, Josh, but you, it's, I think you need to fix this. He'll, Josh will be like, nah, <laughs> I'm doing a really comedy so career dumb, out of it, so honestly. why bother? You, you know? know what? Maybe maybe that's my next era. My flat butt, I'm going to put that to rest. <laughs> Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. That's my next era. That's how your solo show should be called. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea in a flat butt, you know? Gonorrhea in a flat butt. That's my one-man show. <laughs> that's it. My, my first hour, it's going to be about gonorrhea in my flat butt. <laughs> And you know, my flat butt is about like 25 minutes of material up front. It's just me describing how I flat know, your my butt is. Your sets are bigger than your ass, you know? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. So since we already started roasting each other, uh-huh. Josh, in order for you to kind of defend your title of the Shady's Comedy Race. Do I have to roast you today? Yeah. I'm too hungover for that. You don't <laughs> tell me I have to be But you kind of roasted me okay. anyways. Do I have to? You want me to just roast you now? 
Yes. Okay. Because I had some stuff I wrote about you for the other night and I didn't use it. Yuck. And I thought it was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Which is good. My mum said it was funny. (laughs) My mum didn't. I I haven't spoken to my mother in over a decade. But um, no, because you... So uh, yeah, this is what I had prepared. This is some stuff I prepared earlier. It was about... You describe yourself as being the size of a planet. And I was like, well, no, he's roughly the size and shape of the full moon. That's why dogs howl at him at midnight. Um... (laughs) And in fact, many Eastern cultures base their entire calendar on Emin. <laughs> uh, on the night, I told this one, but it was like, yeah, Emin, um, he says he's a planet, he's this. He's a planet. He's the size and shape of Mercury. And actually, a friend of mine the other day, she was saying she was feeling a bit funny, feeling a bit weird. And I was like, well, of course, Emin's in retrograde. <laughs> uh, I think that was it. And then it was all fat jokes, basically. That's what I <laughs> But that's the thing. I'm not a good roaster in the sense that I can sit down and write a few couple jokes and get them out there. But then when it comes to just off the cuff, I don't have that gift. You've got a gift, my friend. Thank you. Thank you've you. got a gift. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've got a gift and you've got a gonorrhea. <laughs> that's my gift. That's my gift. And no. I, I give it out generously. <laughs> See, that's I can roast myself like that. But if you're like, be mean to someone else, I'm like, I'm too nice. I can't be mean to other people except Ben McLean. She's old. <laughs> and that's because old people deserve it. Old people you know, uh, <laughs> no, Ben is not I old. I think we're ruining just people, his sex life. Like, you know, someone will, he's very old. I'm not going to do him. You know, but it's like, we're gonna, Ben is sexy. He is sexy, you ben, know? Yeah, because and, he forces it down your fucking throat. And the whether only you like reason it or not, he shows why titties. he's not interested in people like us is because of him, you know? So, Honestly. <laughs> Because he has gonorrhea. And now because Ben looks at all the gay comedians and things, we also have gonorrhea, which is really weird. I mean... You represent us, gay people. You know, I you shouldn't represent to... anyone. This is hold up because you're saying you're, about like you're, you're pride, gonorrhea. and I'm like, you're I shouldn't not... be proud of being gay. I yeah. should be ashamed of being me, and I should not be rec- rec- yes, recognizing. Yes, in LGBTQIA, we should have a different letter for Josh. <laughs> yeah, smack a J on the end of it, and then event, and then no. the whole community to be like, we need to remove the J. Yeah, yeah. when uh, Josh says he's part of LGBTQIA plus, it means that those letters stand for illnesses that he's had. You oh know? yeah, no, it's... all of them. Yeah, all of them. No, I mean, Josh, I mean, there's like, I mean, you're such a nice person. I mean, roasting you is not that easy, you know, but I guess your upbringing wasn't either. <laughs> <you know>? uh, <laughs> uh, but I make poverty work for me. <laughs> That's it. You're saying that your par- your mom didn't have a problem accepting you, you know, which is when I mean, she, there were so many other errors, you know. <laughs> like, she was like, you know, this is nothing in comparison to that. She's like, it, it could be worse. You're a fag, but it <laughs> could be worse. That's it. Um, <laughs> That's, parents can say fag. Uh, gay parents. Parents of gays. Can Josh say fag. is moving to United Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> like, your gay doesn't have it hard enough, you know? <laughs> it's like, this is the one the gay community there will get an actual hit, you know? <laughs> so They voted Brexit to keep me out. And I'm keep like, you out. Yeah, you don't give a visa to me, and I'm healthy, I am shabby, <laughs> I am funny. This bitch has gonorrhea, and you're letting him in. That's, That's what I call white privilege. That's that privilege. That's, That's that white privilege. privilege. Yeah. Okay. They, on the checklist, they were like, check the boxes for the STIs you have, and then I've got a, a, five of them checked, and they were like, come in anyway. Come in, come in. You're good. We've got the NHS. Josh, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I, I couldn't say the same. <laughs> you fucking bitch. The roast <laughs> is over. <laughs> I, to be honest, I'm, I'm so glad to I came to your house. And to be honest, your couch, uh, yeah, we will we'll take a picture of the couch. I said poverty works for me. 
uh, this couch is like so it's destroyed and he has hair hanging off it yeah. so it looks like Josh's asshole you know ripped off and stuff hanging off the insides are on the outside it's awful it's a mess yeah yeah. the, the sofa I need to get rid of it in the next few weeks if anyone needs a sofa that's had a cat uh, I mean even the homeless person has standards it. you know yeah I mean that's the thing even like a desperate desperate family would be like no so I need to get rid of everything in my flat actually if anyone needs yeah, even ukrainian refugees not gonna take those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this looks exactly like a couch in uh, you know you yeah. right now <laughs> it looks like a drone has gone I mean, it is an awful awful sofa everything else in my house is nice don't it is it is i mean your work chair your office chair looks like uh, you know the i've had my dick sucked on that Buy it. Buy my stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I should have asked you before I came in here because I see really weird white stains on stuff and I'm like... I mean... I mean, I think I'm going to go get tested tomorrow. So I, just can you, you probably should get an like, emergency trip on a Sunday. <laughs> Call the clinic out of hours. And they're like, AIDS, you know? It's <laughs> I've been to Josh Lee's house and they're like, Josh don't worry, has, we've got a they're protocol like, you don't need to get yeah, tested. You know, it. we know you have it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a yes. Yeah. Um, for what? All of it. All of it. Everything. Like, you're too, well, at least I'll be thin finally, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, it's the syphilis what keeps me thin. <laughs> you know Voldemort had syphilis because his nose was gone away, you know? So, God. I actually... <laughs> Voldemort's untreated syphilis is what really <laughs> led him down <laughs> a dark the path. By the way, your ass looks like syphilis. It also has holes and nothing that comes around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. That's how uh, Josh actually gets horny. He speaks to his penis in the snake tongue. That's like, it, my powerful <laughs> tongue. That's honestly, and that little basilisk gets <laughs> Yeah. Do you call it Najini? and i drew um like a snake face on the end of my penis you know just like a little tongue couple of teeth two dots for eyes the boys are like what's that i'm like and what? it's also poisonous it's, uh, you know, because of gonorrhea Spits poison. yeah. <laughs> i actually i've trained my penis to spit gonorrhea at people when i'm, when I'm unhappy with them yeah i know that, that that's that was bruno was like something is dreaming and i was like and <laughs> oh, brunocito. Brunocito, that's yeah. not even good spanish yeah, someone told me yesterday poor bruno like okay <laughs> just we, okay we roasted there we roasted palma we roasted bruno we roasted my husband yeah ben you know like who else we roasted who else is left we're abby we roasted abby, abby. Fuck abby. We, the only person who said good things is pascal you know? uh, i mean well because you can't roast pascal this yeah. is his secret weapon pa- 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 pascal pa- pa- pascal is like you know is like a whole Mary of stand-up comedy. He now. truly is, and he's just always got a smile on his face. He's Fuck always got guy, a smile honestly. on his face, you know. Um, no, there's no one else. I guess I've got it. I haven't got any. I haven't got any other nemesis to take down yet. yet? If you're interested in being my nemesis, call in. Go yeah. yes. email. You can play. You email. can call six nine six nine. Yeah, six nine six nine. Six nine six nine. Yeah, and then just spell out boobies with the rest <laughs> of the letters, and that will connect to me. Six nine six nine boobies. 
No, actually, and if it's gonorrhea, it will connect. <laughs> Spell out gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah. gonorrhea. <laughs> so that's one thing that can we result from this podcast. We know that you have gonorrhea. Yep. <laughs> so you're gonna and a lot of Josh, it. but honestly, it was such a pleasure coming here to your lovely house. The pleasure okay, was so mine. Uh, but it's uh, it was very nice to be here, and you're such an amazing comedian, and you will be really missed here. In I'll be back. I'm like <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> I'm I'm like my this untreated gonorrhea. I will be back. Do you want to share with our audience uh, your Instagram, uh, your how they where, where they can find you? Yeah, Instagram is at Josh Lee Online. Yes, uh, that's all I've got. I've got Instagram. You find me on Facebook. If you're <laughs> if you're over the age of sixty five, you can find him on Facebook, and you can find him on uh, in uh, Berkine. You know, yeah. sliding out Lab for downstairs, getting pissed on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the thing is, I say all of this with confidence, but I am—I have zero kinks. I am such a little <laughs> bitch. Oh, oh, the dials you told me not to fuck with. I may have fucked with. I'm sure it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, find me on Instagram at, at Josh Lee Online and uh, find me on the stage anywhere in Berlin, desperately telling jokes. Oh, in London. If you're in London, you'll see me desperately telling jokes there as well. You go, yes. And uh, my name is Amina Fandi. And please give us thumbs up and follow us please follow josh he's an amazing comedian you know but he, like he's much better comedian than a lover you know and, uh, <laughs> as for, is a fact no i'm kidding i'm kidding all the um, i'm sure if we have ultralights here in this whole place <laughs> it's gonna be look much scarier you, <laughs> you look yeah. at the cats and they have a you know jesus you know on their forehead. and i've like spelled my own name on the ceiling <laughs> Uh, flat butt you know on it, yeah. <laughs> so guys this has been a universe of rose my name is Emine Fandi and that's been Josh Lee Ooh. and remember don't live to roast to roast to live bye bye